I'm Rhonda Nowak for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. This is The Literary Gardener for November 5th, 2020. The topic this time is Leaf Mold, a Tool for Regenerating Garden Soil. Tools of many kinds and well-chosen are one of the joys of a garden. Liberty Hyde Bailey, author of Garden Making, published in 1898. Liberty Hyde Bailey, who lived between 1858 and 1954, is called the father of modern horticulture because he was devoted to bringing science and technology to the study of gardens and gardening. He was one of the pioneers of the Agricultural Extension Services and the Nature Study Movement, and he co-founded the American Society of Horticultural Sciences. In his book, Garden Making, Bailey painstakingly describes how to prepare the home landscape for growing ornamental plants and food crops. He goes into great detail about the tools gardeners need for planting, weeding, and other gardening tasks. Bailey notes, if one puts his personal choice into the securing of plants for a garden, so should he discriminate in the choice of hand tools to secure those that are light, trim, well-made, and precisely adapted to the work to be accomplished. A case of neat garden tools ought to be a great joy to a gardener. A collection of Bailey's book chapters, essays, and poems called The Liberty Hyde Bailey Gardener's Companion was published in 2019, and in my opinion, it deserves a place on every gardener's bookshelf. In 2020, Nigel Palmer published a book called The Regenerative Grower's Guide to Garden Amendments, in which he advocates new ideas about sustainable regenerative garden tools. According to Palmer, in the old garden model, rototillers, shovels, wheelbarrows, and hoses are the essential tools that come to mind. But in the new garden model, the emphasis is on tools that directly affect the soil ecosystem and plant health, including water, mineral and biological amendments, compost, cover crops, mulches, and weeds. Although Palmer's perspective about garden tools is very different from Bailey's, I think the father of horticulture would have appreciated Palmer's recommendation for gardeners to analyze garden soil and then concoct specific organic amendments based on the results. One of the soil amendments Palmer suggests is leaf mold. Despite sounding like something gardeners would not want anywhere near their plants, leaf mold isn't a fungus. It's fertile organic matter produced from decomposed tree and shrub leaves. When Jerry and I bought our East Medford property 10 years ago, there was a fenced-off section at the bottom of the backyard with a sugar maple tree in the middle of it. Fallen leaves from the tree had collected inside the fenced area for years, and the bottom of the leaf pile yielded magnificent leaf mold that we mixed in with soil to make our garden beds. Leaf mold is one of the best soil amendments because it adds nutrients, trace minerals, good bacteria and fungi, and it helps to support a diversity of organisms and earthworms. Although leaf mold can be used as a mulch, it's different from regular leaf mulch because it's been allowed to decompose until the leaves are no longer recognizable. The resulting organic matter has a dark brown color and a fresh earthy smell. 
Although dry leaves can be incorporated into compost as a good source of carbon with an 80 to 1 carbon nitrogen ratio, Palmer and other regenerative gardeners recommend using fallen autumn leaves to make leaf mold as a separate soil amendment. All deciduous tree and shrub leaves will make good leaf mold, although black walnut leaves contain a natural herbicide which may prevent flower and vegetable seeds from germinating. Using a variety of leaves is ideal because they will attract diverse insects and microorganisms to the pile. A pile of leaves left alone will eventually decompose and make leaf mold. However, gardeners can speed up the rate of decomposition by shredding the leaves first. I've experimented with different shredding methods. First, I tried running over the leaf pile with a lawnmower, but I had better success by putting the leaves in a trash can and shredding them with a weed whacker. This year, I invested in a tool that is, as Liberty Hyde Bailey would say, precisely adapted to the work to be accomplished. It's an electric leaf mulcher on legs that uses heavy-duty trimmer line for shredding. Dry leaves are dropped into a large bowl on top of the stand and the shredded leaves drop into a bag underneath. Once the leaves are shredded, I dump them into an empty raised garden bed and then add a nitrogen source to jumpstart the decomposition process, alfalfa meal, blood meal, flaxseed meal, or manure. The leaves are kept moist and turned every two weeks or so. By spring, the leaf mold will be ready to work gently into the garden topsoil with a shovel. In addition to soil enhancement, I already mentioned that leaf mold can be used for mulching around garden plants. Elliot Coleman, author of The New Organic Grower, first published in 1989, particularly recommends using leaf mold for vegetables in the cabbage and carrot families as an overall health tonic, he says. Leaf mold isn't a new idea. Although Liberty Hyde Bailey didn't consider leaf mold a gardening tool, as Nigel Palmer suggests, leaf mold is mentioned several times in garden making as a mulch and as a soil amendment. One thing is for sure. If the father of modern horticulture were around today, he would be horrified to see a huge pile of bagged leaves that ends up at the local landfill every fall. And that's it for the Literary Gardener this time. Thanks so much for listening and happy gardening.